And welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hey guys. And Nicole. Hello. And tonight we are doing we were doing another round. Another round is a Danish film. It's on Hulu right now. Came out last year at film festivals. Uh, I don't know if it got a wide release in the U.S. Uh, just the way things were. Um, but this is nominated for uh, foreign film for the Oscars this year, as well as Thomas Vinterberg is up for best director. Uh, so those are some some big accomplishments. I had heard of this. I was interested in this. Uh, but I, I'm gonna go out and say neither you guys, either you know about this going in. Nope. Uh, I can't say that I did know about this one. I haven't really been perusing the streaming services recently, so. I didn't think we were gonna do this one because I knew it was a foreign film and I didn't think it would be available anywhere. But then I saw it was up on Hulu. They're like promoting all their Oscar stuff. I'm like, oh, what a what? A, thank God, what a, what a good opportunity because. Uh, I was, yeah, I was worried I wasn't going to get to see this one for a while. But here is the synopsis for another round. Four friends, all high school teachers, test a theory that they will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. Pretty simple, high concept there. We're going to follow these four teachers who uh, are going to try to maintain a blood alcohol content of .05, which is, uh, I think, I think it's the legal limit in... Denmark, where Denmark. they are, mm-hmm. but uh, it's I think it's .08 in the states. Uh, so you know, pr- drunkish, but not like super drunk. Uh, and they're gonna see if their lives get any better. I think the original title, the Danish title, is Druk, which translates uh, to binge drinking. Is just literally what it translates to in English. Oh. So there you go. If that sounds interesting to you, uh, it's got high scores for both user and uh, and critical. Uh, foreign foreign film, so you do have to read uh, if you're you know okay with that. Uh, and it's about how long is this thing? Just under an hour hour forty five, just under two hours, something like that. So on Hulu, go check it out if you have any interest because we're gonna spoil it now. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. So the teachers are Martin, Tommy, Peter, and Nikolai, and uh, they are. Uh, it's a school that has all ages. It seems uh, like all like there's high school students, but there's also like little kids. Uh, they all have different classes: history, gym, music, and the other one. I don't know English of some sort. Psychology. Like. Psychology. There you go. Uh, and uh, it's Nicola's fortieth birthday, and they're all getting together to have uh, dinner. And Martin, Martin is our like our lead character. That's Mads Mikkelsen. He's I think the only one who has a big presence in the American and British movies. So he's he's in the uh, Marvel universe. He's in Star Wars. So the the layman will probably have seen him before. And then he's like he's like our main guy we follow. Everyone's just kind of like midlife crisisy. Their lives are boring. There's not much going on. And one of them brings up at the dinner that there's this uh, psychiatrist Finn Skarderund who's uh, theorizes that having a blood alcohol content of 0.05 makes you more creative, more relaxed. Points to a lot of examples of uh, great. Some of the greats of history were drank pretty consistently. Uh, and so the four of them decide to do this experiment where they're going to day drink uh, at their jobs. They're not going to drink over 8 p.m., at least at first, and they're going to see how their lives change. And the whole thing is uh, day drinking. Is it, it's, is it good, or 
is it not going to work out or maybe maybe uh, maybe there's a kind of a middle ground uh so that's what we're going to do we're going to watch these four guys day drink and see what happens to their lives so that's the plot what do you guys think of that uh let's start with nicole hmm well um i usually like trying foreign films so i was excited to hear that and i like drinking (laughs) so i was also excited (laughs) to see how this was gonna go and it's really an interesting concept um you know what this movie is about uh i didn't know how it was gonna go either which was really nice to see like it was not predictable to me in any way a lot of a lot of turns throughout uh so that really added to like the enjoyment level of this to me um i didn't i couldn't tell if it was going to be serious or if it was going to be uh you know more like jokey and i think it was a nice mix of the two a little bit into the like middle of the movie was getting just a little bit boring but not enough for me to be like I don't want to watch this anymore. Like I could be, you know, with other things. So midpoint being uh, when things start to go bad, or right before that, because you know, it, it there's there's ebbs and flows in this movie. There's highs and lows. Um, the mid throughout. the midpoint for me is when uh, Martin goes on the camping trip with his family, and he's starting mm. to have marital troubles. I think that was where it kind of was like, okay, this part wasn't my favorite. So. It, it was fine though like it didn't it didn't damp damper any dampen any of my feelings towards the movie so just based off of the plot alone and the, you know the concept is interesting and watching these four people handle this experiment differently um it's pretty cool so i'm gonna give it i think i'll give it a 3.5 um so when i first turned on this movie i didn't know it was a foreign film so mm. I think at first it it had like just what even language was this again? Danish, Danish you said. Okay, so it had yeah. like the Danish words, and I was like, oh, "That's fun. It's being creative." And then like it just it didn't stop, and I was like, "Okay, when's, <laughs> when's English gonna come up, or what's the joke here, or when are they gonna come back to America?" They never did. So I was like, "Oh, this is foreign film." <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm going to give this a high rating because of the creativity. Um, it it kind of is documentary-ish because it's not like a plot where there's like um, a beginning, a climax, resolution kind of thing. It is them doing like a social experiment and kind of seeing what happens in their lives. So I thought that was creative and fun because you don't really see too many movies like that. But I, I thought the plot was a bit abrupt. And I don't know if it's because... I'm reading what they're saying and not like listening to what they're saying, but I feel like at some parts it jumps to something else or something drastic happened that didn't really lead up to it. Um, and again, that just could be like the lost in translation just to disconnect there. But I thought mm-hmm. some of the transitions were not seamless or it, it just seemed like a little kind of like that. Um, but overall, it was it was still very interesting and um, a good watch. So I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I, uh, I I didn't know. I knew what it was about, but I didn't know how it was going to end. What like the what like the point at the end would be. Uh, and usually, when you do a movie where it's all about 
people drinking. It's either like a fun slapsticky comedy, like a, like a, you know, a hangover type movie, or it's like a super serious, heavy drama, like, uh, like leaving Las Vegas where a guy literally just drinks himself to death. And it's very mm-hmm. sad and hard to watch. And this is a, a very rare middle ground where it shows the super fun parts of drinking and like the, the, the benefits and all the people that I like, uh, that Mads is the history teacher. And he talks about all like the historical people. Some of the greatest historical people were horrible alcoholics and we wouldn't have so many of the great things that we had if it weren't for drinking and then it also shows you know some harsh realities that you know it can kill you uh and but it doesn't uh, i don't think it makes it doesn't make uh one thing or another it doesn't tell you alcohol is all good or bad it has a it shows you it, it can do a lot of things and it's uh, at its best can uh sh- liven up humanity and at its worst can kill you so i think that's a i think that's a very fair and uh more more gray take than most people have. Usually drinking is either portrayed, oh, it's all fun partying, or this is the worst thing ever, it's going to kill everybody. I like that this uh, shows uh, a, a much more balanced in all aspects approach. Not too much predictable as far as, I mean, you predict eventually something's got to go wrong. They cannot binge drink forever and just be totally fine. And, of course, out of the four of them, one of them uh, becomes a alcoholic and, and does not make it through. Uh, but by the end, they kind of have a rekindling and like, like, Oh, you know, ma- ma- you know, alcohol, alcohol is not all, it's not all bad all the time. It's not all good all the time. Uh, so I like the, the approach this takes. And I like following, I like the four, the one guy, I feel like we don't really get a lot of like the, the, our main guy, we get tons of, then there's the other guy who has the wife and the three daughters. And then we get the guy who dies. And then the fourth guy, I think we get the least of, um, but that's fine. I mean, we don't did follow everybody super closely. Psychologist. I, yeah, I mean, his his what's his story that that he has that one I mean, kid that's nervous. He's the one he, that created the whole project essentially th- th- for that. That's true. So. It was his idea, technically, like in the beginning, or he brought it up, I guess. Although Martin is the first one to do it. Martin Martin just kind of starts doing. It. He's like, eh, it's kind of good. Do you guys want to try it? Like, so I, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, the plot. I'm with I'm with Jess. I'm out of four. Uh, unique, unique perspective, well executed. Probably it's visual sound stuff I can talk about. And let's talk about these characters. We got our four guys, couple of wives, not, and then you know some smaller characters like like uh, the kid with the glasses and the in the in the on the soccer team and the kid who's nervous Specs. for the test and a couple other smaller characters. But what do we think of them? Back to Jess. Um. So I'm not gonna lie, I I don't. I kind of thought there was three characters. I knew there was four, but I just couldn't get, like, I kind of merged two of them together into one, I think. <laughs> you so, didn't realize there were four guys in a lot of the scenes? <laughs> I think I did realize there was four, but still, I can't differentiate all four of them. So somehow, two of them became one. And again, that I don't think that's fault of the movie. I think that's just me watching a foreign film. And you can't, you don't listen to their voice as well when you're reading it. So it, it was also sure. hard to differentiate that kind of stuff. And I mean, they're all the same age. They all kind of like look the same. So it's, it's not like one had like, you know, long hair, short hair or something like that. They they all were kind of like the same demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Denmark, it, everyone looks pretty similar. <laughs> like all the, all the all the types of people. It's a pretty homogenized society. Yeah. So I'll talk about the three characters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious Martin, to see which two, yeah, were the same guy to you. But uh, <laughs> I think I knew the the gym, the coach, right? I could differentiate the coach, and I knew the main character, Martin. I think it's 
the guidance counselor and who else was the other one? Was a, the, the music one teacher. Guy. Yeah. The music teacher and the guidance counselor. I think I always kind of inter-mangle um, them together. Um, but I, I liked Martin a lot. I think he learned a lot about himself um, in this movie. So I, I like the twist how it's kind of like a self-discovery kind of thing because he he recognized that his marriage was falling apart. He recognized that he wasn't the same person that he was. Um, he needed to change or else he her, his life would just be like dull and boring and meaningless. And he, he knew he had to do something. I don't condone drinking as being something to change your life on but um <laughs> i it was a little like a self-discovery thing for him okay let me think the gym teacher what was his story i can't even remember jim jim teacher is the one who who does not make it out he's the one who becomes an a, oh like he's a the one that died alcoholic. okay that i i didn't see coming um because they were all becoming alcoholics i think like some more than others but I didn't necessarily see his as a problem. There was that one scene where he came over and he kicked his friend out, but that was the only indication. I wish there was kind of more of the story with him and his family and maybe his past or something like that that really showed how he is an alcoholic because I'm sure being middle-aged now, this is not his first experience with this. So I, I kind of wish there was more thoughts of maybe him being like oh i remember when i drank like this before in my 20s or in my 30s and this happened um but it was so like why did he why was he the one that got taken out when the other three made it out okay yeah and again like it's not like this is the first time alcohol has been introduced to him so i'm sure going into it he had an idea that this might not be the best outcome for him um but we didn't know that as the audience until he just left on the boat with his dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, the psychologist and what's the other, or the, the guidance music counselor teacher. and the music teacher. I don't really remember the music teacher too much. I don't remember. Who's the one whose wife wanted the fish? That was. That was the that psychologist. Gosh, see, I'm yeah, getting the music all these mixed up. So the, I don't know. I'm, I'm, they are similar because they, they aren't the ones. They, they aren't the guy that we're following and they're not the obvious tall guy that is that dies so they're kind of in like the, like the middle zone I think um, of the yeah. effects of what's happening they kind of keep to themselves and it doesn't seem like their their lives are spiraling as bad until later on and we see what happens with the psychology teacher with his wife like they they are I think they are confusable. I'm just going to breeze over them. Overall, I am going to give them a four. Uh, something kind of like sh- struck me in the very beginning of this movie when the four of them are out at the dinner for the first time. And we see three of them in, like dr- enjoying all these different drinks with every course and whatnot. And Martin is yep. not drinking at all at first and makes me feel like perhaps he might have been an alcoholic in the past. And maybe he doesn't drink anymore. So I thought that that was interesting to set up this movie about the effects of, of drinking. I mean, he he obviously gives in. Um, I don't know if it was like the peer pressure of it or if he was 
you know, really just trying to escape into like this fun lifestyle that these other guys were having because we know that his family life isn't the best. Um, but that was an interesting way to start this. Like he was so reluctant and then he just was like, okay, I'll just start drinking. We see it in his face. So that was interesting character, um, choice for him or personality choice. I thought that all the guys, um, just the way that they all handled this experiment differently, seeing the high point of what's happening and when they really do tap into this like freedom if you want to say that they're searching for um and then we we all had to know that a low point was coming so that's where i think that the movie did it, did it the best we couldn't tell who or when was going to get like who was going to get hit by this low point first and when it was going to happen you know so I think that all the all the guys in this were really good at what they were meant to portray. I really have I really didn't like his wife though. She was really I wonder what her deal is. I mean, we get, kind of figure it out at the end. She tells him, you know, what she's been up to. Um, so you do feel bad for Martin. Like I I think that I like him the most out of all the characters. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was really sad to see what happened to uh, Tommy at the end there. I was not expecting that at all and still curious as to what actually did happen. But like like you said, Brennan, the movie was in the beginning, like we get the scene with the lake drinking game and really like it was yeah. not like that at all. <laughs> so that that's that was an interesting choice for them to put in there. Um, but I, I'm going to give them a four. Yeah, I, Martin's a great character, and you know, as an actor, Mads is I think pretty consistently a pulls in good performances. Um, and he has a nice he has a really nice arc to him. I th- I think at the beginning, like when you say he's like reluctant, the most reluctant to drink. I think that's maybe just he wasn't. I don't think he was an alcoholic before. I think maybe he's just not a drinker. We know people who just don't like to drink very often like that's just fair. You know, some people are that way i think he the only reason he tried it was because you know that he he realized he's realizing his rut of a life and he needs to shake something up he doesn't feel like who he was when he was younger i don't i don't get the idea that he was a drunk when he was younger just that he was just more fun and spontaneous uh and now he's you know he needs he needs something to shake it up and you know midlife crisis some people buy the sports car some people go for this crazy new look and they're gonna try day drinking because uh because it didn't need a lot of convincing all they needed was one random guy who is a real psychiatrist uh to say hey if you day drink it's actually could be good and they're like well that's good good point it's a <laughs> Good, good. Don't need, don't need to tell me twice. Uh, so I, 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 I like uh, a lot. A lot of there's actually a lot of good comedy in here for me. Like it's my kind of humor where it's not like overt jokes, more as just kind of funny situations. Like when the the gym teachers uh, drinking, everyone's they're all drinking like in public, but like in like a coffee mug or in a water bottle, like kind of like it's a just teenager amazing would. how long they got away with that. Yeah, they got away with it for quite a while. Like it seems like I feel like they're doing this experiment for at least several weeks, and then the I looked at the the leap between the night they binge drink insanely and when they kind of cut back to everyone's back to normal except for Tommy, who's gone off the deep end. And apparently, that's supposed to take place over a couple months. So they stop drinking for a couple months, and 
the only one who hasn't is Tommy, and that's when we see Tommy is in the worst place. So see, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that. I yeah. think that kind of is the abruptness I was talking about. Like, there's no concept of like time, and that didn't really help with moving the movie along. That's I agree fair. with you on that. On that, just find a critique it for the biggest thing is that. I think the buildup is good. I think the bit like the point I call it like kind of the, the point five section and then the point one section and or the point oh five point one section and then the binge night and then after the binge night you know we get the we get the fallout. Uh, Nikolai's having a problem with his wife because he is too drunk to do anything and Martin uh, has a blow up with his wife and she admits to cheating on him and uh, and then uh, you know we then it kind of just cuts. To, I think that school meeting where they're all in there and one of the teachers is like, or like the lead, the principal or whatever is like, uh, one of our teachers, we expect one of our teachers is coming in drunk and they've all stopped except for Tommy who stumbles in extremely drunk and gets fired. But yeah, I, I apparently that's supposed to take place over a couple months and that, that, if that were clear, that would help a little bit, I think. But there's a lot of good scenes in here I want to talk about. I'm going to give the characters a four as well. Uh, a lot of There's a lot of good visual, and, and there's some good sound in here too, actually, that I was in, impressed with in a movie like this. So uh, what do you think, Nicole? I think that the movie itself is shot really nicely. I think it looks really solemn and kind of dreary through a lot of it. So I think that that really matches the like the situation that these guys are going through. I like I like all of the high school scenes because they don't feel like overly done. They feel legit and just the things that we that we encounter through the school like having this like surprise parent teacher meeting because everyone is pissed that he sucked as a teacher like Right. That that's got to really put a damper on you um seeing you know, your marriage kind of sucks and your work sucks. And I think that's really what enticed him into doing this whole project to begin with. But the scenes in the school are, are probably the best for me towards the end when we meet that one kid who's struggling and te- the uh, music teacher tells him, just take a swig of this alcohol before your interview. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. That's some of like that light comedy that I was talking about where I was like, yeah, that, 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 that I was saying earlier, the, the coach on the field, uh, the kid asked for water and he's like, oh, you can't drink out of mine. You got to drink out of someone yeah, else's yeah. sharing or whatever. Like I, that, I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, it's so subtle, but like, uh, it's so important to the movie because people just, people don't know who's, what, what other people don't know what these guys are up to. So it's so like simple, but to us, it's like, oh my God, they're going to get caught. And yeah, I think that's like, I think that's the best part of this. Um, I like the scenes where the four of them are together when they're heavily drinking too, because I think it just shows what they were striving for this whole time is to get to that freedom level. And when they're, you know, they're out at that bar and they are just, blitzed and like the guy stealing the alcohol from behind the bar and the other guy's on the table the other one doesn't have clothes on like what a mess but it just feels like this is what they were trying to get to not realizing that this is actually like their when their spiral starts to happen the other scene that's that strikes me is after you know they're all they've all like had enough it's after this drink this binge and they all come back to the 
um, one guy's house and they decide they want to push it to, or maybe it was before when they want to push it to the ultimate lim- limit. Yeah. It's like when the night starts, um, mm-hmm. and they're dancing and they're just having so much fun. Like that. I really liked that scene too. I just think that, um, that was put together really well. So I think this behind the characters, um, honestly, I would probably put this category next and, and I would give it a four. Um, I really like the visual and sound too. The one thing that the visual really struck out is um, the choir singing. I always love when there's mm. choir singing in movies or just in songs in general. Uh, even in seeing scenes where they weren't at school and there wasn't a literal choir, that it would still overlap in um, certain scenes. And I thought that really brought the movie together. It's just always my favorite part in movies. One scene that, again, it's a small scene, but I just remember they were mm-hmm. all outside playing and just beating each other up and hanging out. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. The way it was shot, it just seemed so fun. They acted like they were just kids again. That was really nice. And I think all the dinner scenes were shot really well. Um, I think mm-hmm. the dinner scenes kind of made it seem like you weren't in America just because it was just a little more eloquent than what we're used to. And maybe that's like a European flair or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those scenes I thought were were had specifically were done super well too. So I'm gonna give this a four. Yeah, I'm high on the visual and sound of this, and I think it's you know he's up for director, and I I understand like for a movie like this, you wouldn't think of a movie like this necessarily. You can see best picture, but director is very specific in like the visual and sound stuff, especially. And I I think the music is really great in here. I like the choir stuff. There's a song from the one of my favorite movies of all time, Jackie Brown, that plays uh, when they're doing the binge drinking part that I really like. So you know that's just personal. Uh, and then the beginning and ending scenes are so kinetic and moving. The first one with all the kids doing the running around the the lake doing the beer drinking contest and then that song at the end when he finally i mean he teases at this whole movie that he is a a jazz ballet dancer and they're always trying to get him to do it and he never oh, that he never was does so it. weird oh you didn't like that i love that i, love I thought that, that was I thought you were like gonna... out of place like if my if i saw my teacher dancing like that i'd be like what the heck oh no they were all like it all that's a, maybe that's another american versus uh uh, Danish thing because all the kids seem to like even when like they seem to like their teachers once they started like getting into it and like they were it seemed much more communal it wasn't they weren't just like you know this weird guy in a tie that you know you see for 45 minutes you know three days a week or whatever they seem much more communal and like everyone when they graduated and they're all getting drunk and that's another thing you know they can drink when they get graduate because I, I don't know if the drinking age is 16 or 18 but it's lower there so when you graduate high school you can all get lit up and I, I, I liked I liked all the all the visual flair and all that and then I'm I agree with Nicole a lot a lot of like my favorite like um just throughout the movie are the scenes in the school one of my, I think my favorite scene is probably the one where he's describing the three world leaders and uh it's the first scene where he's like finally like getting through to his class and not being bo- boring like the mm-hmm. when it's when he's when he's being when everyone's boring and not drinking they're just like very static very cold shots uh the room is gray and then when they start actually teaching the camera's moving and everyone's getting into it and like it's more kinetic feeling and yeah he describes how it was fdr winston churchill and uh hitler and he's like oh these guys are drunks and they cheat on their wives and they smoke all the time and this guy is uh he's uh, he's an artist and he is straight laced <laughs> and he doesn't uh and he cares about the environment like which one do you want to 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he loves animals. Yeah, which one do you which one do you want as the lead, uh, world leader? And they're like, well, you passed up on FDR and Churchill, but don't worry, you got Hitler. And it's the whole uh, things aren't always what they seem. There's more to life than the simple like specific things. And um, that's what that's really what I like about this is that there's more to everything than specific black and white. It's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of gray morality in here, and I, I think that's a good a good um message so and i think the visuals and sounds is very good in this i'm at a four or five i i I like this part of the movie probably the most uh so we kind of talked about the end uh tommy unfortunately succumbs to alcoholism and dies everyone else has stopped drinking it's the darkest and saddest part of the movie because up till then it's been mostly like uh more lighthearted, even though there have been some problems but that's clearly the big one did anybody Um, see this coming at all um yeah. Not until no. I mean not oh uh, not until he stumbles in drunk at the school meeting. At that point I'm like, "All right, he's he's probably done." Like I don't I don't know if he was going to die, but I I kind of thought he would at that point. Until until he stumbles into the school drunk, I wasn't I wasn't sure what the there had to be a negative thing that happened. I didn't know if it was just going to be that their wives leave them or um what it was going to be. But I knew something something bad had to happen to give the balance and uh mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's when I realized it, but not at the beginning. Like I wasn't going in expecting someone to die, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he dies. The three of them. Uh, what I thought was funeral. weird is when he died. None of them seemed super guilty. Like I would have been like, "Oh man, this is our fault. We thought of this experiment. Like I wish we didn't do that." They were they were just like, "Yeah, he died. Let's just drink I in said, his honor." <laughs> like what? I said the same exact thing. I felt that too when they were at the funeral and the psychology teacher. You're like, um, you must feel like such a piece of shit right now. <laughs> yeah, no, he was just standing there like, oh, I guess we're the pallbearers. Like, oh, let's go do this. I got oh, a little bit more. Maybe I, I got a little bit more of uh, like facial and, and, and body language acting out of that. I I, I could, f- I guess I felt it more than you guys did that they, they all felt a, a regret or responsibility. Perhaps not. Uh, no one, no one lamented in a speech about how they fucked up, but uh, it was, it felt quieter i don't know i i understood that they were upset but i then the ending is the choice that they're gonna sell like what would he want to do in this in if if he were here right now like how do we celebrate him and that's when they toast the the they they drink again for i think probably the first time since they stopped the experiment uh again which was months ago which is if we had maybe been told that better it would have worked better as opposed to like mm-hmm. they just stopped for three days and then now they're drinking again it's it's right. now they've been they, it's been a longer period of time than that but uh yeah they they and then martin goes the three of them go out and all the kid, all the students that graduated are drinking and he finally does his dance and he we end on a freeze frame which i usually do not like and even in this i really don't like freeze frames at the end of movies i wish they did something different but he's jumping into the water in a freeze frame right there it's oh, a yeah, nitpick of mine stupid it's an epic of mine that I like. I just don't like freeze frames at the end of the movie. I think it's like okay, we this is a ninety one. We we were past this, but uh, that's how that's how the film ends. A uh, uh, a bittersweet ending. So residence and feel back to Jess. Um, I think my residence and feel is going to be high as well, just because it's it's so unique. It's one experiment, but you have so many different perspectives of things that could happen. You see it go from good, like the experiment actually worked their professional and social lives they get better to worse where their professional and social lives they get way worse Mm -hmm. so i it also has some science to it where they even recorded like okay at this bac i felt like this at this i felt like this don't do this again 
So there is really some depth to it. Um, even it's not just a movie, it is something to learn from as well. And like I said, this movie with Martin is kind of like a journey to self-discovery or things he, I think he learned a lot about himself. Um, he realized how much he's changed and how much he can improve himself and his marriage and his family. Um, I think it definitely brought him closer to his kids because he really didn't have that great of a relationship with them. And right. it was just cool to watch his different um, dynamic. So I'm going to give this a four because I definitely will think about this experiment. And next time I'm at a, a point oh five, I'm going to think, <laughs> it's, you think my social and professional life is better now than it would be <laughs> regularly? <laughs> I don't know. I would put I would put myself in that situation and be like, oh, my God, am I really trying to act normal right now <laughs> there's no way this is gonna work out <laughs> well yeah everyone's a different type of drinker uh, I, yep. I, I, well I've they even bring that drink. up they they bring that up in the movie too and they say you know when you hit certain level of seven to ten drinks or whatever some people want to stay and ride the ride and some people want to go home like which one are you right and that's true there's there's many different types of of people that act differently after they've drank so it's interesting to see these four guys but um i liked this movie a lot i would like to know what the writer of this was what their end goal of this movie was was supposed to represent you know to us um if it was a um like a psa about alcoholism or don't take your life so seriously or if you think your life sucks try something new like i, I would like to know what the what this was made for <clears throat> but to me i see it as you know th these guys that are kind of stuck in a in a rut in their m middle age and you know looking back and the, all four of them are like okay we work at a school and two of them are like i have shitty home life pretty much um maybe not so much the psychiatry teacher but whatever psychology and uh you know the other guy is single and he brings that up and we see that you know once he starts to get uh, tommy once he starts to get drunk a lot like his house is a fucking mess and his dog needs to be picked up to pee like all these yeah. things all these things can you know culminate into someone being stuck in a rut so it's interesting to see this experiment take place and how far it can go and how far people will allow it to go and the unfortunate other side of it is who can stop it and who can't. And that's when the alcoholism starts. So um, I'm going to give it a four because I really enjoyed the message that I got from it. And I enjoyed the, the movie and how it was made. Yeah, I really like this. Uh, and I, I could watch parts of it again, I think, too. And this guy, Thomas Vinterberg, who wrote and directed, he has a co-writer as well. But I think a lot, I've heard about some of his other movies. He's made, like, a lot. Like, I think he's made, like, a do over a dozen movies. A couple of English-speaking ones, too. Um, and he, a lot of them seem to be about this kind of gray morality. Like, I know there's one that he has that's about a, a, a little girl accuses, like, this beloved guy in town of... Uh, uh, sexually assaulting her and the, and that's but and that's like the background of the movie but the whole movie is really about like how do they treat the accused and how they treat the victim or the alleged victim and how they treat people on, on different sides so i think a lot of his movies have like big topics where it's easy to 
it's easy and typical to just kind of pick like this is all good, this is all bad. Or his is a much better kaleidoscope of reality and really gets in the highs and lows in a what I feel like is pretty genuine. Uh, and it's done in a way that's like really like the, the like we said the visual and sounds very engaging. It's easy. It would be easy for this two hour movie to be a complete bore or really depressing, but it's not. It's it's a fun and engaging watch and. Uh, I think it's going to stick with me for a while, and I can't wait to see more Vinterberg films. So I'm at a four as well, and uh, we're at the end here. Sounds like we're all pretty around the same spots with this, but you going to recommend another round, Nicole? Um, yeah, I, I definitely would. I think a lot of people would enjoy this for whatever their own reasoning. I liked it. Jess? Yeah, I liked it too, and I think this is one of the few movies where all of us had very similar ratings for each category. So, it was. I think it was a good one overall. Yeah, I think it's one. If, as long as you, I know there's some people who can't get over the hump of reading a foreign film, but if as long as you can get over that, then I think this is for a, a wide audience. I think a lot of people can get a lot of things out of this, and it's just a a well done, well done movie. I think it's deserving of its of its praise. So, three recommends of pretty solid recommends for another round and that's going to do it for this episode uh well not quite because we got one more extra thing i know it felt like we just had a host pick because we did but we have another one coming up we're doing the host pick for april kind of early this month and we're on to jess's host pick so jess what are you going to have us watch for april's oh boy oh boy i get so excited (laughs) so i chose Yeah, drum roll. We need. We still need to get these sound effects on. We've been doing this thing for two years. We don't have sound effects yet. <laughs> I know. I, 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 sorry, I do everything on this thing. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. You guys. <laughs> you hear a lot of whining. Um, so yeah, you guys I, edit one show. <laughs> I chose um, this Netflix. It's it's a show called, I think it's like it's called like My Next Guest or something by David Letterman. It's his... Um, I guess his interviewing show and the episode is with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay. So my next guest with uh, David Letterman, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And then Mom yep. so the Ro- like that. So we're doing the Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. Said. episode. Yes. <laughs> Have you already seen this one? Yep. I already seen it. Um, so I first was introduced to this show when uh, I think Kim Kardashian was on it and Netflix was really promoting it. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, so I actually really admired his style. I didn't really know too much about David Letterman or watched any of his other interview skits or whatever. Um, but he has a really cool style. He's really articulate and he's funny and he's just got a good mix to him. So I watched a couple other celebrities he interviewed too and I've always enjoyed it. So I chose a celebrity that we would all like like to discuss and it wouldn't be a drag yeah. for any of us no i think that's a good uh you know everyone, everyone can talk about robert Downey jr that's an easy one that's an easy one to to have opinions on so my next guest david letterman the robert Downey jr episode available on netflix that's right uh jess yep on netflix there you go so that'll be coming out either our next episode or the one after that it'll be coming out soon beginning of april uh, and in the meantime we do have another listener suggestion on the calendar for april so that'll be in april as well and we're going to keep hitting streaming movies i don't know if we have any oscar stuff left that we can get to i think we've kind of covered all the ones that are available streaming and the ones that are in theaters but uh in the meantime if you have anything to recommend to us for listener suggestions in the future Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. You can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on for another round. 
Thank you. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.